Welcome to the Barracks Podcast. Welcome to the Barracks Podcast. Welcome to the Barracks Podcast. Featuring Amanda Keene and Kirsten Kotsian. The views, comments, statements, and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent the official position of the Salvation Army. Hey. <laughs> It's the final episode of this season, season number two. It's the final episode. Do you know that song? Yep. <laughs> I think I changed the keys as I sang those five words. Hey, Zane, please insert. <laughs> I don't think we can afford that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we can't. Do not insert that song. Unless you have... That is that's like part of the package. Package deal. Package deal. No additional fees charged for the song. Oh man. How's it going? How you doing? How do you feel that this is our last episode? This is our 18th. There's 18 episodes in season two. It's the last episode of season two. Huh? Yeah. That's what I thought. What? I feel great. (laughs) Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to go through and do highs and lows of season two, which like our first episode feels like it was maybe five years ago. Like I don't, yeah. Our first episode was with Adina and we recorded that. At CBLI. At, at CBLI, which this year was canceled. It was. Surprise. <laughs> Actually, it was a surprise. <laughs> yeah, no, that we all knew. We all know. Everything this year was a big surprise. Yeah. You know what? Uh, a side note. I'm really glad that I didn't get stung by a murder hornet. Because I was, I was really thinking that was going to happen. I was like, if anybody's going to get stung by this thing it's it gonna would be, be you it would be me yeah i mean i'm surprised i haven't gotten covid to be honest i thought well you know what don't forget to knock on wood over there why why are you saying it like that <laughs> don't start bragging <laughs> right sorry jesus please but anyway because you okay, know that so god I'm- has a sense of humor god <laughs> has a sense of humor and he'll he'll be like oh you didn't get covid yet Hmm. (laughs) i don't know we need to rethink your theology maybe um (laughs) so anyway i like the idea of god as the trickster i think that god is fun i think he's he plays jokes i wonder what he like i wonder what he laughs about well remember in the bible when abraham and sarah and sarah was laughing and God was like, jokes on you. <laughs> You're going to be given birth next year. <laughs> <laughs> he he might have been chuckling at that point. <laughs> uh, well, that was off topic. So coming back around to <laughs> highs and lows of season two. So I can kind of give us a, a snapshot, like a rundown for all of our listeners. And this... You know what? Like we're including all of you that are listening. Think about what you loved. Think about what you were like. Wow, I can't believe they said that. And then think about things that offended you. Hopefully nothing. <laughs> if anything offended you, I'm sure it was said by Kiri. 
which I get it. Um, <laughs> her, her face. Was it the part um, about God being a trickster? <laughs> right. This whole episode is going to be offensive. I'm not going to um, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> so our first episode was with Adina. That was around the table. Second yep. episode was with uh, Bailey. We talked about grief and community. Third episode, self-doubt in ministry with Nate. Fourth, another around the table with Kaya. Um, five was our first and so far only live studio audience. That was pretty with uh, Mitch and Katie Luce. Yeah. Um, our next one was with Kara, Kara, Karen Harula. We talked about life ministry balance. Um, the seventh one, uh, Kiri ditched me and she interviewed her brother and sister-in-law during camp Inglewood. Uh, the eighth one, mental health in ministry, Roxanne, my friend. That was awesome. Um, the next it was, one, it was two episodes in a row where the guests live in Nashville. Yes, Nashville really did represent those two uh, two episodes. The next one was about parenting and ministry, um, which was a lot of fun. We had a panel conversation. Uh, the The next one was just a conversation with me and Kiri, which people really loved. I, I don't know. They really loved just hearing us talk to each other. Bunch of weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Wow. We, we said that this would be very offensive. Um and then we did Creation Care with Elise. We did Quarantine Kids Part 1 and 2. We did Flattening the Learning Curve Parts 1, 2, and 3. And then our penultimate episode was with the Kamish. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's just to bring us all back together. That those were, I mean, to bring us all into remembering the season. So highs and lows of the season, Carrie. Well, let's start with high. What was, was some of your highs? Well, I will say, first of all, that probably my favorite interview was talking to Bailey. Yeah. That was, that was really, um, that was really special. That was a good yeah. time. It was not, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't listened to it, go to that one and listen to it. Yeah, it's number two, see, um, season two, episode two. I, I would have to agree. Like, of I mean, all of them were so good. Like, I enjoyed all of them, but there was something really special about Bailey's. And I don't. I think there was multiple things. I think one was the wisdom that she was sharing, like her being vulnerable and sharing. Um, it just felt like a really sacred space. And I, oh man, I love that. Bailey's awesome. Bailey, I hope you're listening. Um, you're really great. I'm glad that you, you did that with us. So yeah. And I think like thematically it could be, it kind of set us up for this year, right? Like, um, cause the conversation was about grief in community yeah. And then like all of us got slammed with yeah. all different kinds of grief um this mm-hmm. this year. So, you know, like CBLI got canceled. Yeah, by far the the most you know, 
awful thing that happened this year, for sure. I'm just kidding. I'm being sarcastic. I love CBLI. I'm not trying to downplay that, but yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? These are, these are the times where we probably should get Eric Himes on here. <laughs> <laughs> we should, should we, uh, let's just FaceTime him right now. Hey, Eric, what was the biggest disappointment? <laughs> oh, oh, man. He, he, I'm sorry, Eric. That was uncalled for. <laughs> all, all in love. All in love. Um, but I am looking forward to CBLI next year. Yeah. Anybody else? I am. Um, okay. Any other ones that, that stuck out? I mean, we laugh. I think the mo by far the most that we laughed on any episode was with Nate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all lit literally lost it. Lost <laughs> it. And it was because of you. You were saying something about Katniss. I don't even remember fully what you were trying to explain, but it was like, (laughs) I don't know. It was totally appropriate and on point. (laughs) I don't know if it was, but that was, that was definitely, that stuck out. Um, (laughs) I mean, quarantine kids, all the kids that we interviewed, that was so much fun. Kids are the best. We should like revisit it in like 20 years and get all those same kids on. <gasps> that'd be so funny they'll be like growing up people and they're like who are you <laughs> like what is even happening like what is a podcast what? <laughs> <laughs> what's a podcast I don't even like, in the future there will be, be like, no podcast guys prediction right now 20 years podcasts are not a thing <laughs> who knows what if by then you can like download things like directly into your brain? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to put money on it or anything, but <laughs> I just want to, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Right. Okay. Wait, so those are highs. So what about lows? Do we really want to say lows? I actually don't have any lows, like from the actual <laughs> like, podcast. I don't know. Um, Oh, I know. Maybe like one of the one of the comments that I made might be a low when I talked what about when I talked about cars when we were talking about cars in the one episode with the kids. What? That was my low. That was that was one of the things that I was most ashamed of walking away from an episode. What did you say? I have no idea what you're talking. I don't want to repeat it. It was shameful. You'll have to just listen to the episode. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I definitely will go back and listen to that episode. Um, I don't know. I don't have any lows. Why did we even say highs and lows? We should have just been like, I said, highs, I said highs and lows. Cause that's a thing. That's like highs and lows. High points, low points. If there's any low, it's that we didn't interview everyone. I just want to like have everybody on the podcast. Like we could try it sometime. You, no, what do you mean by everybody? You mean like everybody who listens to podcasts or like everybody in the universe? I mean, I was going for universe. I was thinking big, but. Are you saying you're a universalist? Like what are, what are you even saying right now? Okay. Moving on. Um, <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. Um, so there are no lows. We have no lows, except for the car comment that was made by Kiri. Shame. Um, 
yeah, I didn't say anything stupid, so I don't have any lows. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you don't remember saying anything. Don't stupid. cry, Carrie. That's probably better. I don't. I don't remember saying anything. But when I, I say stupid things, especially if I realize that it's stupid, I can't forget. You can't what? Forget. Like you how can't, can you, you forget if you say something stupid? There's usually consequences for saying dumb stuff. As we've seen as of late. Yes, there there are hopefully consequences. So we're moving on to the next topic. And this topic um, is one where we're going to just be, we're going to, we're going to, we're just going to share. Wait, what's the next topic? Is this the, what about the quarantine? Yeah. Quarantine. Okay, so let me picture this to, to steal a golden girls phrase. Picture this <laughs> a young woman, <laughs> the United States of America, 2020 year, 2020 alone at home for months <laughs> on end. What is she going to do? I'll tell you. She's going to be like, well, why not try online dating? <laughs> Let's see what happens next. Only to discover that it's terrible. It is just <laughs> awful. You, oh my gosh. So around here, I will tell you. So when I, I went on the Facebook dating app, First, because that was per uh, Amanda's recommendation. Thank you, Amanda. Yeah, well, you know, I thanks for calling me out. I have never used the Facebook dating thing, but I had heard that it was like a good like first step of getting into the dating world online. Well, because so, it lowers your expectations quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So please tell us about the So experience. like in my case. Uh, I, I picked like the version where you like, kind of like meet people in your area. Okay. Yep. Oh, and the thing about people in my area is that a lot of these guys like to kill animals and then take pictures with the dead body. (laughs) And for me, I was just kind of like, I don't understand what's happening right now because I'm not from here. So I like, don't have any context. I don't, I can't relate. Growing up, we never went hunting. That was not a part of our family culture. So I'm like, he's he's sickos. (laughs) (laughs) Which I know is not true. I mean, like, that's probably not fair. But it was kind of like a major turnoff. I was like, nope, 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 nope. And then eventually I was like, like like, I started talking to one person. Mm-hmm. And then the person was kind of rude and I pointed oh, that out to them and then they're like, Oh, sorry. And they were a little bit better. And then they were rude again. So then I was like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> the end. Two strikes. <laughs> Two strikes. You're out. So basically you were on Facebook dating for like one and days. a half days. How many days? One and a half. It was a very, very short time. It, it was it was not even 36 hours, I don't think. Probably not, no. It was very short. It was like, because it was, I could see the writing on the wall very quickly. <laughs> about that, about that, Tom. Oh, gosh. Well, okay, so <clears throat> that was your informal review of Facebook um, 
dating. Yeah. So, so if you, if you fit in well with the culture of the place that you live in, whatever that is, you probably will benefit from Facebook dating. Okay. I'll, what if I say it that way? That's interesting. That's yeah. That's an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's my, that's my hot take. Is that a hot take? Nice. Yeah. It was a hot take. Um, I over here, uh, tried Bumble, which, uh, is, it's, it's just, it's been a very, been a very enlightening experience. Wait, uh, hold on first. This. How did you find so, out but about here's Bumble? The thing. A friend, a friend who does Bumble and then recommended Bumble to me. Okay. Okay. And then I, I like, I looked it up and, and thought, okay, well, you know, the, the woman is the one that does the initiating of conversation. So I felt a little bit like I could maybe control it a little more that I wouldn't just have weird unsolicited messages from people. You have to actually match with someone and then you start the conversation. So yeah. So I went with that. It's been, uh, it's been quite the experience. Um, my thought, my thought really through this, well, has been a lot of things, but one, how is it that I am a 33 year old woman who is like really struggling with navigating the dating world? And I, and I say that because I just keep thinking about the church. Go with me here. And how, like, how, how in the world have we not had real conversations about actual real things that are important? Like, I'm just throwing that out there. Like, how, how, have I, how am I a 33-year-old Christian woman who does not know how to do this? Like, doesn't the, the Bible have something to say about this? And not in just, like, a way of, like, you know, the purity culture situation that we grew up with, the basically like don't touch each other dancing might lead to sex um maybe that was a little before our time footloose watch Which it church Kevin. did you go to <laughs> the no. catholic church um did they teach that no i don't think anybody oh. ever said i just i think I, I was thinking about footloose anyway but like you know i kissed dating goodbye don't date people like just court and then maybe you shouldn't kiss anybody until like you're ready to, you know, until you're married. Like those things I heard in real life, like that's real. So then you feel bad about like any, like, Oh, you hold hands with someone. Oh, Oh no. Should I have done that? Anyway? So this is all, <laughs> this is all stuff that I've been truly thinking about because there's some really hard things. Like as an adult who is not married, who would like to be one day, and maybe, I don't know, like I'm cool with doing ministry and it just being me. I am cool with that. Like I had that conversation with Jesus January, 2019. Like I remember it very clearly. I was in the car driving home from, I think Minnesota. Um, and I just said, okay, like Jesus, take it. You know best if I'm going to be more effective for the kingdom as a single person, I am 110% down. Like that's truly what I want, you know? Um, and I still feel that way, like for, for, for real, for real, for real. So for me, 
um, this whole dating experience has been like a, my counselor, you know, cause I go to counseling was like, you know what, maybe you should try online dating. And then you can kind of see like, as you're talking to people, Oh, Hey, like this thing is really good. Like the way that this guy is intentional, um, the way that this guy is responsive, like that's really good in comparison with this guy over here who only wants to talk to, about himself <clears throat> and only is going to message you at two in the morning. Like, you know, so all of that to say quarantine dating has been quite the experience. Um, and it has definitely helped for like growth, personal growth, uh, and figuring out what I want, what I don't want. Um, it's also been messy. Well, I, so while you were talking, I was thinking about, um, a friend of mine sent me this book called breaking the marriage idol. Ooh. And, um, I had started reading it right when I got it. And then I kind of put it down for a while and I picked it back up this week and I'm almost done. I think now it's a really easy read in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But it's really good because it addresses purity culture and something else. I forget. Like it kind of addresses a number. Like it, it points out like, hey, here's some common teachings that you'll hear in American evangelicalism regarding marriage. Or maybe just, mm-hmm. I think it is American evangelicalism because it's like the other parts of the church in the United States maybe don't have as big of a following like mm-hmm. um, in pop culture. Christianity, if that, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it addresses the teachings that like a lot of us have probably heard. And then it also presents an alternative to that, like a biblical alternative. It, it talks about like, well, what is the biblical, what, what could we say is actually biblical? Cause it, the book posits that what we hear from the church being touted as biblical actually isn't biblical it's cultural. Mm, right. So I, I would highly recommend that book to anybody who's interested in relationships, marriage, and also singleness. Cause it's about all of those things. That's awesome. Uh, breaking, that breaking the marriage idol. I forget the name of the author, but we'll, we can put it in the, um, the show notes, the show notes. We never call it the show notes. This is the first time we've called it the show notes. You can, everybody, you can listen to all of our episodes and you'll discover that we never called it show notes until today. Right now. Breaking, breaking news right here. Okay. Well, that's, that's our quarantine dating. That covers that. That covers that. Like we don't need any other stories at this time regarding (laughs) either of our experiences. We have a lot of stories, people. people. I'm just saying. Really funny stuff, but maybe not funny. It is hilarious. Like funny, funny. before we were actually uh, recording, and I won't make her say it, but I, like she just made a very funny. Oh, yeah, that was like very relatable. Just like oh, classic, classic things that happen. Yes, like yeah. Moving on quickly. Moving on. <laughs> message us if you want more. If you're listening and you're single and you're like, oh, we can do, really we can do like a. We can do a, like a private Zoom, like unrecorded, off the record, um, Barracks podcast edition. LOL. We totally could. We're here for you, single people. I mean, we love you, married people and situationship people. 
<laughs> um, but for the single people, we're, we're, we can relate. Kiri, just look up situationship. It's fine. I'm not going to explain it. Okay. So let's move on. <laughs> Hobbies. Hobbies. This is the point of the show where we discover what hobbies we've been getting into lately. Oh my gosh. This segment of the show is all about our new latest hobbies. What is wrong <laughs> with you? Okay. Okay, Kiri, talk about you. You're clearly very excited about these hobbies. So please, please start. Well, unfortunately, my hobby is not new, so I don't know. But I've I've restarted painting on a more intentional basis. So that's cool. That's awesome. What have you like what have you been painting? Just like stuff. Like <laughs> blue things, pink things, white stuff. Like on a canvas? Red, brown. Okay, that is super not helpful to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> have you been painting on a canvas? Have you been painting yeah. on your walls? No, not 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 this time. Not lately. Okay. There's my, there's my lady. Oh yeah, she's got a canvas on an easel. It's very nice. That looks really good. Understand what I'm saying right now. I you need to. Yes, I use I use acrylic on primarily canvas or canvas board. That's my dog. She's not. I think she might be hungry. Let me let me see if she. I'll give her some dinner. Amanda, it's your turn. You talk (laughs) about your hobby. My hobbies, which I don't really have, which we have talked about this. I don't remember what episode it was from season two, but I distinctly remember you judging me for my lack of hobbies. Um, uh, but I think I one of the things I've been trying to do is keep plants alive. Now, that is a very difficult thing to do if you are me, apparently. Um, I have Sandy Cabrera, who is uh, staying with me for the summer. And our summer is basically Operation Keep Our Plant Friends Alive. Are these indoor or outdoor plants? Both. Indoor plants, I got down. Outdoor plants is a whole other story. It's like you can kill them by overwatering them. You can kill them by underwatering them. You could kill them by not even doing anything but these little bugs come around and they like start messing with my plants. That's true. I'm just like bugs. You're making this really difficult and I'm really trying to keep these plants alive. So meanwhile, and I, I have kept saying this, but I, this week, the goal is to walk over two houses down from me because for like a solid two weeks, as I drove by my neighbor's house, I kept thinking, are those artificial plants she has out? Because they look so good. Why do they look so good? And then I saw some that were kind of falling on the ground. And then I was like, wait, those are real. So I I need to go over there and just say, ma'am, please help me. I need your help. Excuse so, me, ma'am. What kind of plants are those? Please help me. I need to take a picture to show you guys because it is like 
it, they're colorful and they're vibrant and they're full. And I'm like, my plant is basically dead. Like, and I don't know what's happening. So that's been my hobby, which is why I don't really generally have hobbies because then I get frustrated if I'm not doing it perfectly. So that's been me. Did you feed Annie? Yeah, but I think she's just too hot. Yeah. Oh, you're she's over here panting and crying. And then I just sprayed her with some water just to see, like, would that make it better? But she ran away. Okay. Wow. Moving on. Big life changes. Has there been anything going on in life? Significant things. Maybe not for me personally, but in my household, not in my household, in my family. Um, so parents are retiring August 1st. Oh my gosh. Uh, my younger, my younger brother is about to have his first child Mm -hmm. in October. Um, significant there's, there's been a lot of stuff. I think some other things that probably I'm not supposed to share or something, but I think it's just like been even, you know, even if there weren't other like massive national global crises taking place right now, it would still be a pretty big, pretty big year for the Ajos. That's cool though. That's some really fun stuff coming up. What about you, Amanda? Anything? (laughs) Not, Not really. Not like so I'm just living my best life here in Gary. I love it so much. I'm not even going to lie. I, I'm just like, I've even thought about, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be saying this on the podcast. I forgot we were recording for a second. Um, <laughs> Ooh, no, but like, got too real. no, no, I mean, I'll, I'll finish the statement. I mean, cause I think it is probably relatable if there's officers listening. Um, I don't know. I just really love this appointment so much. And I, I could see myself just being here, you know, just like forever. So the thought has crossed my mind, man, what if I just like peace out and just like, can I be an envoy who does like, is there another way? Can I be a core admin? Can I, because honestly, who wants to go to Gary? I, most people that I've heard are like, I would never want to go there. Like literally people have said, I would never want to go to Gary. <laughs> um, but so you it's know, not like, it was, you know, that was my parents' first appointment together. Well, actually second appointment, but first core appointment. Yes, I know. So it's like, come on, man. Why is everybody down on Gary? Oh, everybody needs to back up. I love it though. So maybe I'll, maybe this is where my Salvation Army, uh, officership will end here in Gary. Um, just so I could stay here forever. Okay. Amanda, that's, yep. That's why you almost didn't say that. That is why. (laughs) uh it probably won't guys okay it just you know it's one of those things that you think about that's like for me it's a it's a sad thing of like moving because one day that ends and yeah you go somewhere else and it's an adventure but I just really love it so that's what I've been thinking you can judge me it's fine y'all can judge me but 
Chances are, if you're listening, you probably know me and this is not a surprise to you. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's really been, that's really been it except for like the collective, every human on the face of this earth has been going through some major life changes of dealing with weird things happening in the world and grief and, um, all that. Rage. Rage. Yeah. Um, I think that leads us into uh, what has God been saying just in general uh, through the season, through season two of the podcast? Um, has God been, I don't know, saying something? You want to go first on this early? one? Do I want to go first? Sure. Um. I don't know. I think a pattern, something that I've felt very strongly this year has been this thing of like, you know, I, I just, I, I felt kind of the nudge of God wanting me to learn things or form my theology or beliefs, not based on what the church says solely but based on what he says, because I think that sometimes those things are different. We're just being very honest. So like church culture might say one thing that is not actually biblical or in line with the direction that God is leading which might, you might be listening and maybe you're offended. I'm sorry if you're offended. This is just like where I'm at. So when we think about things like this purity culture that we already brought up, or um, when we think about our LGBTQIA plus um, friends and neighbors, um, when we think about racial injustice, like all of these things, like I want to learn what God has to say about that and unlearn anything that I've been taught that is not in line with that. And sometimes that means I need to unlearn what I've heard in church and unlearn what I've heard in my education growing up or unlearn what I've heard from family or friends or whatever. So that's kind of like, I think that's kind of the big thing of where I'm at. Um, and that takes work that takes not just feeding off of what other people say to me. Cause if, if I'm honest, you know, there's how many of us have formed our opinions and ideas and beliefs based on what we were told rather than like, doing the work of figuring out what truly does the Bible say and what truly is God speaking through that. I don't know. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> Kiri, just kind of. That's pretty at good. It's pretty yeah. deep. What about you? Well, I'm going to stick to this week. Okay. <laughs> but so for me, I have been getting very frustrated and angry at other people and probably everybody listening can identify with that. 
Um, mostly it has to do with like, they say something, I don't agree with it. I bring it up and for whatever reason, they just kind of brush me off or, you know, they don't, they just don't receive what I have to say, which is, which is fine. But occasionally the way in which the response comes is like extremely aggravating. Like it's, it feels disrespectful to me or it feels like they think they're better than me and all that kind of thing. Like, you know, my feelings get hurt basically. Like, um, so then this week I was just feeling like, okay, I keep getting in this spiral of being real tick at people. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I think I'm going to have to go back to my roots, which is in Proverbs. Cause like that was one of the first books I read as a young person when I was reading the Bible. Oh, cool. Um, Cause I'm, I'm all about wisdom. That's like that when I was growing up, that was my number one prayer. Like I read the story about um, Solomon asking God for wisdom. And I thought, Oh, he asked God for wisdom. I guess I could do the same thing also. So I was like, I don't know how old I was, but I was pretty young. Cause I was still in like, the comic strip Bibles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. The comic strip Bibles. Real reading Bible via comic strip. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I see. This guy asked for wisdom. So Proverbs um, has been helping me relax, actually. Like, hmm. I was going to post about it today, but then I was like, oh, it might sound too condescending. Like, people might think I'm trying to tell them that this is what they should be doing. Like, that's basically how, like, I'm kind of a preacher by nature. It's like, if it works for me, it's going to work for you. Like, go for it. But um, just like, it's really comforting to read Proverbs because it reassures me that there is a structure to the universe um, and there, and that the unit, uh, God designed justice, that God created justice and desires justice. Um, and like, for example, today, one of the, one of the Proverbs that I read said, a fool does not delight in understanding, but only wants to show off his opinions. So I was like, oh, like, oh, it makes me feel better. Cause it's like, yeah, people who don't want to understand, which mm-hmm. I hope I'm not in that category. Like I, like, I think I'm in the category of people who try to understand stuff. Right. Um, and then there's also some stuff about it's not good to show partiality to the guilty, denying an innocent person justice. Um, before his downfall, a person's heart is proud, but humility comes before honor. The one who gives an answer before he listens, this is foolishness and disgrace for him. There, it's just like really nice stuff. Okay. Like really nice stuff. That's, that's, hard stuff that's not it's comforting this is why i like to sleep on the ground this is like why i like to have a firm mattress like (laughs) i need stability right i can't have like you can't survive in craziness um Hmm. but where like i thought what is today it's the 18th it's the 18th so i'm looking at the right one um yeah there's just some just some just some good stuff that makes you feel like maybe it's because I did read it as a kid like 
Mm-hmm. So it's like fundamental. Yeah. For me. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. makes me feel like there is reason. Yeah. Cause sometimes things just seem unreasonable and why like wild, but like wild is okay too. Right. Like humans, we can be wild and that's a good thing. Like it's, we don't need to be under control, like someone else's control or whatever. I don't know. They're, I'm not describing that correctly. Um, being wild is not bad. Right. Because God is wild. God is not like a tamed, like uh, it's like wild things exist to exist. And that's a good place to be. Like, Tame things exist to serve someone else's purpose. Hmm. And I think that's that's the way that humans are wild, is that we exist because it's good. Hmm. Like God made us and that and God was like, hey, this is great. Mm-hmm. God didn't say, like, I'm gonna make them and then they're gonna do all this stuff for me. Yeah. So I think a lot of maybe some Christians might teach that, but but that's just for their own personal agendas. Right. Of controlling others and getting other people to do what they want them to do. Mm-hmm. But I rambled a lot there. Yes. Yes, you did. Um, no, I'm kidding. No, it was good. No, no, no. That was good. What you just said kind of reminded me of, I don't know if people listening um, have seen Jesus Theater uh, Kites. It's, I don't know. I think maybe if people are doing it this summer, um, but there's a phrase, it's all about kites and how like there's the king who is God. Um, I can't remember the phrase exactly, but it's something to the effect of God gave breath and wind, which put the wind in our sails like a kite and it flew. Mm -hmm. Um, and we think about, it's like, we're kites, like we're, we're wild and we're free to like move around and just like, that's, that's a really cool thing, but it's God's breath. It's God's wind that keeps that going. So I just, I guess I saw that as a visual, as you were describing, like something that's wild. Um, yeah. Something yeah, I, cool. I've been, oh. I've been reading, um, Genesis too, very, very slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm still on chapter two. Okay. Or something. Cause now I have to like double check what I said. What? Cause I'm trying to think if God did give them a job or not at the beginning, but when God created the humans, he said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, every creature that crawls on the earth. And he also made them vegans at the beginning. Oh, geez. Yes. He didn't say to eat the animals. Okay. Sorry. Now we're doing a Bible study. Yes. Okay. Where are you going to read something else? Uh, maybe not. I don't know. Cause I think it's a little bit later. It's like once there was a garden, 
but that's just like I don't know I think that's like a retelling of the same story okay and then he's like hey you're gonna take care of the garden so it's not like it's not like existing means you don't do nothing I hope I'm not confusing this I just feel like people will argue with me (laughs) okay um if anything that Kiri said has confused you or you want to argue with her or if um, I've offended number, you in any way. Her phone number is one two three four five six seven eight. That's nine, not even a phone number. Nine. <laughs> if you if you would like to have a conversation regarding any of the crazy things that I've just said or have ever said or will ever say, look her up in the dispo. Just be prepared that I I might get ticked <laughs> if you disagree with me. But I'm willing to have a fierce conversation. <laughs> if, you're, if you're willing to hear me be, because you know what? I said something on Instagram, like I had made up like a little story post and then somebody had responded and then I had like responded back to them. And I guess I came across as like offended, but that was not my, I didn't realize that I came, that I was sounding offended because I wasn't offended by what they said. I just got really passionate. And like went off on a really long tangent about the thing that I was passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also bring this up because apparently my mom does similar things. She comes across really fierce and even maybe angry, but she's not mad. She's passionate. Right. And that's kind of like, it's an unfortunate family trait. And makes navigating social media very difficult. Um, Raise your hand if you are listening and feel like navigating social media is very difficult, um, especially right now. (laughs) I'm raising my hand. It is a hot mess. And I don't know. That's been my uh, trying to figure out what do I, how do I navigate? There's so much, man. There's so much. And it's really cool that people are using social media to like stand up for things and to stand against things. And so I, I feel like that's super cool. I also feel like it's also super discouraging. <laughs> I think I'm, I, I've, I've hit the point now where seeing stuff on social media has become more discouraging than actually helpful for me personally. Um, and that's probably different for everyone. Um, but I also want to use that tool in a way that's, effective and like, I want to show up for people when it matters. And sometimes that means on social media. So if you're, you know what, let's just say this as we wrap up. Um, cause I feel like we could keep going. This is, this is basically how Kiri and I talk in real life. You just, you just, you know, got to listen in. This is it. Um, I just feel the need to say that, Self-care is very important. It was important before the world started ending. And it's like, it's important now. So do what you need to do to take care of you sometimes. Like, we don't don't always want to, I don't know, we don't always want to, we don't want to be selfish, right? But also it is good to care for you yourself so that you can continue to pour in to others and engage in, I don't know, the battle. Uh, that's the whole point of the barracks, right? Um, 
that we come to this place where we can share with one another and encourage one another and spur one another on to keep going. You don't just stay in the barracks forever. You go back out uh, into the fight. So if that means right now um, getting off of social media for a week, cool, do it. Take a if nap. That means taking a nap, do it. Sometimes that's the most holy thing to do is take a nap. Um, if that means going out for a walk or exercising, if that means sharing a meal with somebody, if that means whatever, not answering your phone for like, you know, a few hours, I don't know, just like do what you need to do. Um, cause you're important and you matter and yeah, you need to do, you need to do some life giving things, allow God to use that time in whatever you're doing. So just, so just my, that's my PSA. Um, for, for the evening. Uh, so season three, it's going to come. So right now, just to kind of, if you don't know, we've been doing teach-ins, um, and how that became, how that came to be is a long story. Uh, we'd love to share it with you. You probably have seen it on our social media. Um, but message us if you need more than what I'm about to say. Um, but we're doing teach-ins Every Thursday night until I think it's like mid-October when there's going to be a summit um, that's centered around discussions about racial injustice, racial reconciliation. Um, and so one, maybe just like as, as more information comes out about that summit, come. Or virtually, it's virtual. I don't know. We'll get more information. Um, but we're doing these teach-ins every Thursday night. If you are in a place where, um, one, you want to learn, you want to educate yourself um, on things like, we've talked about white fragility, racism, what is it, how do we counter it, like how do we have discussions about it, um, how do we have just discussions with one another in general about hard things, we've talked, we just talked about the racial um, equity lens, um, there's, there's so much that I'm not thinking of right now. Uh, we're coming up. We're going to be talking about microaggressions. So if you want to educate yourself, that's, that's one thing. But also, if you want to be held accountable in action, because we could gain all the knowledge, right, but never live that out. And we don't, we don't want to do that. I saw somebody post something about how Christians just like, they hold Bible studies and book clubs and like just sit in their fun little bubble and learn some stuff and then never actually like live it out. That's not what we're trying to be. Um, That's not even true. Some, some Christians do that, but some Christians do that. Think about yes. how many Christians are getting stuff done. Yeah. Some Christians are getting stuff done. Some Christians are sitting on their butts. I mean, that's really what it if is. You sit on your butt get up. Yeah. Get up. If you're get getting up. stuff done, go take a nap. <laughs> So anyway, so if you, so this is, there's an educational piece. It's a safe space to process and then be held accountable to action. Um, join us on Thursday nights. You'll see every, I mean, I advertise about this all the time. There's a link that will post. I will continue to post where you can register. Um, but that's kind of what we're going to be doing for the next really couple of months. Season three is going to start September 7th. Um, the first Sunday in September, two days before my birthday. So y'all better listen and 
send me, um, I will accept cards and flowers and balloons and send her presents. Guys, that presents. Send her um, so many presents for her birthday. That she says, visit me, and that will be a present enough. And we can have dinner, and we can just catch up. Like, <laughs> so any of the above. Um, Wait, who's coming but, to visit you? Everyone, everybody, everyone, come visit, and I'll make I'll make myself a cake if you come visit, and then I'll share the cake with what you. What kind of cake? I'll make multiple cakes so that this is my two, so that everyone is. Um, included and has <laughs> anyway. Um, so do you want to, do you want to talk a little bit about what season three is going to look like Carrie? Oh man. Well, you were taking the notes though. I did take the notes. So we do, we have a word that is going to kind of summarize what season three is and what will it, what it will embody. And that is portraits. Um, so I think our thought, and Kiri can jump in, our thought for season three is we want to take portraits of what is happening in the Salvation Army. It's going to look like storytelling, traveling. We're going to do more traveling. We're going to do traveling in general in this season. Uh, we might need to... Unless we get on shutdown, furlough. but... We're, we're out. Right. Yeah. We're on the road. We're on the road. We're, we'll be using our furlough for doing this, which will be so fun. Um, but we're going to have conversations with people, um, these little portraits of why this person that we're meeting and interviewing matters and why this ministry matters and why whatever. We want to tell stories of things that are happening. Um, yeah. Do you want to add to that? Well, as you were talking, I was thinking like maybe people have recommendations of like, is there, is there somebody you want to hear about? Is there, so if you do have like somebody that you would like to hear about or hear from where you, you've like maybe noticed them or seen something about them and you've always wondered like, what are they all about? What are they up to? Blah, blah, blah. Let us know. And we'll try to, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll go through that and get some inspiration. Yeah. I'm excited. I think it'll be really good. So, um, again, September 7th and I feel like that's a wrap. Keep that's a if wrap. You don't, yeah, it's a wrap. If you don't follow us already on Facebook or Instagram, make sure to do that so that you can see things that are happening. And, uh, we want to say a special thank you to Zane, our editor who edits all of this and we make that difficult for him sometimes. Um, Are we going to send him like it? some cheesecake or something? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's not going to be a surprise. Look, every time I think about like sending somebody something, I get this awful feeling of guilt because there's many people that I've thought about sending things to, and I've never completed that. Wow. I haven't completed the missions. Okay. Well, so Zane, you won't be getting cheesecake. Uh, at least not if I'm responsible. <laughs> uh, but yeah, special thanks to Zane. Uh, thank you to all of you who listen. Uh, thank you for taking the time to send messages that are super encouraging. Um, thank you to people who challenge us. We do have that. Um, thanks to people who, you know, tattle on us for, you know, saying things that maybe we shouldn't. Um, <laughs> We, we appreciate all of it. Um, we love this. 
this is like, this keeps us going. So thank you for being a part of that. Anything else? Peace out. Bye. 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 My poor dog. You can see her. Do you see her, Amanda? Yes, I see her. She's, she's Isn't she so cute? She has her little head poked around the corner whining at me. Okay. Well, and we're ending it with Annie whining. Bye, everybody. Annie in the dark.